Greetings, this is Richard, your announcer. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Year 4 brings us again to our focus on growing biblical, dynamic, sincere, soul-satisfying prayer life. True communion with God, our Savior, is the essence of eternal life. Community is developed through consistent interaction with each other. Join Fred then as we explore our interaction with Holy God through the Bible and prayer. And now, as always, here's your host, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. Fred, the podcast host here, and I do thank you for listening, and I would ask that you would bow with me in prayer. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We thank you, Holy God, and we bow before you in submission, thanking you for our salvation. We thank you for being our Father, our King, and our Judge as well. We thank you that you are our Good Shepherd, and we hear your voice, and we respond to your voice as our Savior and King. And we thank you that you are King over all creation, and that none of thy will can be thwarted, and your will for us is to find goodness and peace all our days on earth, and then eternal life with you. We bow before you, and we commit this time to you, Lord Jesus, confessing our trust is with thee. Thank you, Jesus. We submit this to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, through the mercies of God. Amen. We wanted to do another devotional today, and today it's going to flow from Psalm 119, verse 92. And really quickly, that says, If thy law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. And as I was praying over this a few days ago, I recalled an incident that happened. You may or may not know, one of the things I do is try to go to one of the local parks and put up a little sign, and I offer food and water, prayer, and even biblical counseling. On one of my trips, a woman walked by. She looked at my sign, and she made kind of an ugh sound, and then she cursed me. And she said, either my goddess curse him, or oh goddess curse him, or something like that. I prayed for her as she walked by, and I prayed for her to come back, and she did not. I did not see her anymore that day. But it got me to thinking, when we talk about curses, and we talk about superstitions, we know curses aren't true, but there are some people who believe them. And if you have a superstitious belief, like a personal goddess or God, you rely heavily on what's called confirmation bias. So, for instance, This woman walked by and cursed me. And if she were to follow my life, and in the next few weeks or months, some bad things happened in my life, she may take credit for that curse or believe in that curse or give that curse power. That's how those superstitions have power, is just because the people believe in them. And so I was thinking about that in relationship to this verse. Now, this woman may have in if she followed my life, and these things haven't happened, but she may have seen maybe increased labors, or imprisonments, or being beaten, or in danger of death through health or some other reason, maybe 39 lashes, 
maybe beaten with rods, maybe being stoned or shipwrecked, or a night and day in terrible conditions. I may have been in dangers from rivers and robbers, dangers from friends and dangers from hateful people, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers in the sea, dangers among people who were supposed to be my friends. Now you may recognize those. I stole those from the Apostle Paul. And my point is, that person who cursed me may have seen one or more of those kind of experiences in our lives. But that doesn't mean that her curse worked or that her goddess, a demon in this case, if she has any kind of um, uh, spiritual experience at all, it's not with a god or a goddess, it's with some type of demon. And even though only by God's permission they may have some sort of power in our lives, read the book of Job if you'd like, our perspective is trusting in him. And what keeps us from perishing in our afflictions like that is our delight and our study in the Word of God. So again, as we're facing year, as we're going into year four and weaving in some more of the Word of God, we will experience affliction. You may be experiencing affliction right now, but God gives us strength through His Word, and we confess again with David. If thy law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. And we know that God's laws tell us things like, we can rejoice because before we were afflicted, we went astray. But now I keep thy word. And these references are going to be in the description and also in the blog for this episode at our website, which is frponprayer.com. And also, we would learn, we learn, we know from God's word just a few verses later, it is good for me that I was afflicted, that I may learn thy statutes. We have Romans 12, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Never take your own revenge, beloved, but leave room for the wrath of God. And this would be in context to our enemies or those who hated us. And then he goes on to say, For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. But if your enemy is hungry, feed him, and if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. We're able to do that. And when we do that in the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Word of God, we have the satisfaction of knowing when Jesus says, in Matthew 5.45, that we pray for our enemies. He also says, in order that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven, for he causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. And again, that's an assurance of our salvation because we are reflecting the love of the Father, the actions of the Father. We know also from Job Though he slay me, I will hope in him. That's what our faith tells us to do. Therefore, we don't perish in our affliction. Psalm 118, the Lord is for me. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And we know that the worst they can do is send us to our Heavenly Father. Romans 5, beginning in verse 1, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
through whom we have also obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we exult in the hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, perseverance proven character, proven character hope, and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. James 1, 1 through 1-3, you know this passage. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that, th- that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. Hebrews 12, For consider him who has endured such hostilities against sinners, or by sinners, against himself so that you may not grow weary and lose heart. And then, one of our favorite passages, all discipline for the moment seems not to be joyful but sorrowful. Yet to those who are have been trained by it, afterwards it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. Brethren, my adopted brethren, children of God such as we are, our Savior and our worship, is wrapped up in this and why we continually rejoice in our salvation and we do not get overwhelmed by our affliction, as he also tells us, but in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Glory to God. Our peace goes beyond our understanding. It goes beyond any superstition. And we know that even if someone might curse us, we reflect again on the fact that there's no power in those curses and the ills or the seeming ills that come our way, which are truly blessings. We can say again, As Joseph said, you meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. So we are comforted. We fear no curses. We fear none of the things that we read about before. The troubles, the heartaches, the physical pain we might be in, sickness, labors. We fear none of those things because we have the word of God and we are able to meditate. I encourage you to meditate on Psalm 119.92 If thy law had not been my delight, then I would have perished in my affliction. Holy God, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Make your face to shine upon your children and bring about your will for your glory and our good. Amen. Thank you for listening. Before we go, Fred asked me the other day how long I'd known him. The answer, of course, is plenty long indeed. I have known Fred long enough to know when he mentions he's looking forward to hearing from you, he sincerely means it. This is why we now have three ways to contact us. Our website, www.frponprayer.com, Here, you can leave contact information and comments, or you can leave a review. We also have our email connection, freerangeprayer at gmail.com. 
No, wait, that's supposed to be three ways to express yourself. Fred wrote this and he's told me before he is not very good at math. Hmm. So let's add number three, shall we? For any voiceover needs or just comments on our openings and closings, you can contact me, Richard Durrington, at durringtonr at gmail.com. There, now we have the three Fred spoke of. Remember to visit the other two, though, www.frponprayer.com or write to us at freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And feel free to correct Fred's use of language. Honestly, though, everything helps us to make sure we are helping you to your desired prayer life.